Ausbreitung. Ja, zum Magazines, you guys are all too young, I think. But 
Uh, they, they were it was called Look and Life magazine. I don't know. So. Yeah, yes. You know it? <laughs> yes, I did. So I can't remember which one, but I, 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 I read in there that uh, a guy named uh, uh, Steve uh, Steele. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I read that. So he, he, he did his student thesis film at USC, and he hired an actor, uh, Bobby uh, uh, Duval. Yeah, did he have any kind of career? Yeah. So Steven Spielberg's uh, student film, uh, THX1138 was so good that they actually uh, made a feature film out of it. So my giant brain, uh, I thought, well, you know, there's got to be more Spielbergs coming out of USC. I go down and start doing stupid films, and they run into one potentially, you know. So I went down, as soon as I got to Hollywood, I started doing tons of uh, student films at USC for exactly this much. But, you know, if you, were to, you might get some pizza, you know, but no gas money, uh, even though it's always promised. <laughs> uh, anyway, but I, I did, like I said, I did a ton of student films and it actually paid off four times. Uh, Obviously, Texas Chainsaw 3. Uh, oh, I can't remember the name. Oh, uh, uh, Transfers 3. Um, and a couple others. But, uh, so, we're right. So, when somebody would be like this, would you want to get this character Intentionally, but uh, you know, uh, I, I want you know. I mean, I'm, I'd seen the previous two, and I, I was I was a bigger fan of the original than 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 two. Uh, but you know, I mean, there were certain parameters already established for the character that you had to stay in the confines of that. You know, uh, the fact that they gave me a grace. You know, even something as simple as that changes the aspect a little bit, you know what I mean? When I went to acting school, one of the instructors, uh, he was lecturing us one afternoon, and he said, you know, as an actor, when you start, when you start to put on the uh, wardrobe and things like that, you leave the, well, not normal, but uh, you leave the outside world, and the makeup, the wardrobe, the props, they start to inform the character. And, and, and it's true, you know, and the example he used, if you're doing a Shakespeare play and you're wearing those, uh, you know, the little pantaloony things, you walk different, you set different, if you got a sword, it, you know, you, you set different. So that kind of stuff all uh, influences your, your performance and, and actually helps to get into the character. So in TCM2, I knew there were two people. 
Were you the only one to play that with ACDC? Well, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, I don't want to say anything about TCM2. Well, I wasn't there. Uh, Bill Johnson is credited as Leatherface in the movie. That's all I'm going to say. Um, was I the only one who played Leatherface? I'm the one that was credited. Um, Kane Hodder was the stunt coordinator and doubled me on some things. No. No. Uh, you know, Kane and I are quite good friends. And, uh, we, we, you know, and when we do a panel together, people will always ask us about that. We have no idea who it is. <laughs> I, I, I remember the line producer, the line producer came up to me one afternoon and said, hey, all right, uh, we're going to clear your schedule for next Thursday so you can do the trailer. Okay, I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm on a weekly. I get paid no matter what I do. You know? Even I sit around the, uh, around the pool, you know, working on my Malibu man tan. <laughs> so I said, that's fine, you know, and uh, never heard another word about it. And when the trailer came out, you know, I knew it was obviously I knew it wasn't me, and I don't know if I even talked to Kane about it at the time, but uh, I think here's what I think: they hired uh, that movie Excalibur, the the King Arthur story. Anybody remember that movie? Yeah, okay. They hired the company that did that uh, trailer to do our trailer. I kind of wondered if they shot it in England, you know? I don't know for a fact, and I never asked, but, uh, and, you know, because of that trailer, the big saw is called the Excalibur saw. So is that thing really burned out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 80 pounds, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that sounds like a lot, but you got to remember something. It's not like I grabbed that saw at seven o'clock in the morning and you know bucked it through the woods to lunch. <laughs> had a half hour lunch, grabbed the saw again, and kept going. You know, maybe, maybe at any continuous time, I'd, oh, I'd have the saw for five or ten minutes max. You know what happens here? Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> Shit, really? How did you get it? I said, I walked 
from the office one day. It was leaning up in the corner. I said, can I, can I have it? And they gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what his story was. <laughs> uh, strangely enough, strange, well, not strangely enough, but at the time that we were, that he told me he had the saw, he had gone from a production assistant to a producer. So, uh, yeah. So this is your second time. Well, yes, uh, uh, including his student Pepper. So what type of director is This is a more conversation, much more conversation. But I didn't. I'll never forget this. Uh, we were setting up. He, he was setting up a shot, right? I said, "Well, how about if I do this?" He said, "You stay on your side of the line." <laughs> it was a bit of emotion. I think I was kind of making it a bit. At least in my experience, it's very collaborative. You know? Yeah. Very quiet. Yeah, very quiet. Kind of kept to himself. Um, but not. Well, first of all, let's remember, at that particular moment in time, he was not ego, nor you know, uh, but he was quiet, but he was very smart. Uh, how many of you all know the movie? What? Yeah. I just watched it last night. Okay. Pretty well. Okay. <laughs> well, then I'm going to address this right to you. Yeah. All right. Okay. So... Remember when uh, Tink brings me the Excalibur saw and sets it on the counter? Yeah. And I can't believe what I got here, and I pick it up and I swing it. And did you notice Nico kind of like ducked? Yes. That wasn't rehearsed, he just reacted. <laughs> so, you know, it's easy to see why he's good when he does. And I'll tell you another anecdote about Nico Morrison. I was in a casting office. To see about a part in Shawshank Redemption, and you, know, you have to wait a little bit. And the office girls were talking about guys they want to bring in uh, for another movie, and uh, somebody said we should bring in Viggo Mortensen. Oh my God, I love him! And so, you know. Uh, and so, what was your name? Well, pretty easy. I mean, you know, because uh, obviously it's a mess. Unlike a lot of the other guys, I didn't have to get glued in at, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning and stay in it all day. It, literally, it tied on with uh, leather thongs, and in between scenes, I'd spit out the teeth, untie the mask, and, you know, I was free. <laughs> the teeth, and also, the mask was actually made before I was hired. And there were a little a little bit of my flesh showing through, so I, they would put, you know, prosthetic makeup around my eyes and around my mouth. So you were talking a little Yes. So you Yes. Body head of weak <laughs> so, were you, did you have that info on the Well, 
something. Okay, so Kane doubled me and another stuntman doubled him. So I think we watched, they showed us the fight. And then we did it in, uh, in the pit. And it's hard to tell during that fight who is who because the stunt doubles were perfectly scaled uh, to Kenanon. So, and it, you know, and the action happened so fast, I can't you know, tell who, which is me and which is Kane. Mixture of both, I'm sure. <clears throat> so the most time sometimes the comedy can be the play. I hate it. What did you think about some of the comedy in TCF3 like when you were trying to spell comedy? sure it 
we would have released on our original date, we would have absolutely been in the top 10 uh, movies. As it was, because of all the back and forth with uh, uh, Jack Valenti and his white hair, Jack Valenti and the stop police, uh, that's the head of the uh, motion picture, was the head of the motion picture uh, association of America, the radio board. So back and forth, back and forth. And we got released in the dog days of January, you know. As it was, we were number 11, even then, you know. Uh, so I think if we hit the November date, we would have had that that backdraft of the Halloween spirit. And we would have what was the question? Well, there was a different, there was a different original ending. The original ending, uh, and I, I, I didn't film it because they didn't need it. Uh, again, I'll address it to you since you saw it last I time. actually watched the opening ending. Oh, you did? Well, tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the alternate ending, uh, well, in the original ending, Ken Corey picks her up in the car and gets attacked by that guy, and then they take him down and then they drive off together. And the alternate ending, Ken Corey dies, and the, well, he applauds yet.
cast as a character. Uh, I love horror, so, you know, I was going to be the first one to play the role twice. Man, it was, you know, my future was so bright, I had to wear sunglasses. You know? <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, there's entertainment lawyers. I'm just a dumb country boy. And I thought, well, I don't need no stinking lawyer. You know, they love me. Wrong. The contract I signed was not my contract to uh, execute. It was New Line Cinema's contract to execute. They locked me in case the movie would have been a hit. They locked me in at the bare minimum uh, rate of pay that they would have that they had to do uh, with, uh, according to the contract with the Screen Actors Guild. I did the I did number three for scale. Okay, that's that's movie minimum wage. It's still, you know, good money, but it, it's it's minimum wage. You know? So because I did uh, one movie for scale, the the union Screen Actors Guild says it, your pay rate increases if you do consecutive sequels. So that's what happened. So that's you know that's what happened. And like I said, I didn't get a lawyer. So when the 2003 remake came up, I went through all my papers and I found my contract and I sent it to the lawyer. And he called me back and I said, uh, "Well, I'm cheap. I want to, you know, uh, I wanted to see if we could do it on a contingency fee, right?" He goes, "No, I can't do it on a contingency fee, but if you want to fight it, it'll cost you about twenty-five thousand dollars." I didn't have that kind of money. Personally, I don't think Jerry Ray, like 
tuning into like festering miasma of you know or whatever. It's it's called acting. I'll give you a second hand anecdote. Do, do any of you guys remember uh, Marathon Man? Okay. So when uh, uh, Lawrence Olivier or Lawrence Olivier tortures him in the dental chair. So look once Olivia was on some talk show. What was it like working with Dennis Hoffman? You know? Well, Merv, let me tell you, uh, we, were, we were on the set one day and Dustin came in and he was filthy, but his voice was hoarse and everything. So I said, my God, boy, what happened to you? It was hard, Larry. I've been up for 48 hours straight. I've been screaming at the top of my lungs. I've been running around in the rain. Why, boy, why? To, to, to prepare for the scene. Lord Larry. My God, boy, why didn't you simply try acting? It's about Texas. Please, all three. Oh, 
I was reading something that said that uh, you had the, the, the director had about like three or four minutes of board that had to be taken out of the film, or else the film was not going to be rated R. It originally got an X rating. And if you believe Wikipedia, according to Wikipedia, it is the last movie that got an X rating before they changed the rating system. So, please, I'm an X rating. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there was a lot of stuff cut out. I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't in the editing room. Uh, but I, I know that we filmed the scene when we killed Billy Butler with that, that trip handle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's get his book. So, Jennifer, I guess I thought she was nine years old when she did the movie. Yesterday she said she was 12. Uh, yeah, she would have been 12. Oh, you did? Yes. Well, I guess, and she would know. <laughs> I didn't know she was smoking. We didn't. Anyway, so the scene is she comes in and she goes, let me do it. Let me, you know. And Vigo sets her up on the counter and she pulls this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And phew, they didn't like that. The radio, white-haired Jack Valente and the stop police did not like that. So that's one thing we got cut out. Um, I'm not sure what else. Yeah. And, and, and the problem was, you know, like Freddie, Jason, Michael Myers were all supernatural, but Leatherface and family are human, so it's like a little bit more. Uh, uh, yes, yes. So that's that's why they uh, object to it more. Wake up, now's your chance. I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Your voice coming. Uh it's very hard, you know. Uh because we're quite often in different places, you know. Mm-hmm. And it gets kind of expensive when you have to uh fund it yourself. We 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 were angling, you know, we did uh, an episode of Ghost Adventures. And we thought that would be our springboard to our own show. And we hired we hired a company, or partnered up with a company, and they, they did a single reel for us and chopped it around it, but nobody did all that, you know. Before we close out, I'd like to make this announcement. Uh, I'll be this this spring. I'll be producing my first movie. Uh, it is called Big Hill. And yesterday we hired our director. I can't say who it is yet because you can't say shit until it's written. As it is written, so shall it be. You know, you talk. So we hired him, and uh, but we we had quite a few people in place already. We've got a, a special effects uh, 
designer. We have our our line producer, and, and Pigtail is based on a book called Pig, um, and we decided to call it Pig Hill because uh, Nicholas Cage just did a movie called Pig a, a little while ago. So, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll tell you what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like one of some of those assholes. 